this podcast, we are going to be discussing how important or how impactful having uh, how impactful music is in our daily life. And the question is going to be this. Does having a poor musical taste makes you stupid? Let me know what do you think about that in the comment section, because I know it sounds like a stupid uh, question, but believe me, you will see what we are trying to say. So, Thiago uh, and Will, you were trying to uh, say, you were trying to define what poor taste in music actually means. So, go ahead. Well, I think it it, it depends of um, your circle of friends, I would say. Yeah. Because, um, as, as Thiago was saying at the beginning, it depends who is judging this. If you ask me, I will say that if you don't kind of like the same type of music as I do, I might say that you have a bad taste in music, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, it also depends if we're just looking by looking to it as um, personal tastes yep. or from a professional perspective, you know, production values, uh, musicality elements, and blah, 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 blah. So it depends on that. Yeah. What do you say, Theo? I think like because it, it will always be a matter of... Um, personal perspective a matter of perspective because as, as you said and it, it goes for everybody usually you you would judge a poor tasting music whatever tasting music that is not similar to your own which is very narcissistic but is the way we are <laughs> yeah yeah but, but so, i would uh, yeah, we'll continue to continue so yeah so having that in mind you can't really accurately judge if something is poor or is a good, good quality because it's always going through your own filters. Okay, now I'm gonna add this into the mix. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was Plato who said that uh, we need education to actually understand to appreciate beauty. That's the whole mm. point of actually uh, under learning and, and developing your skills in any field. Because by uh, learning and by enhancing your your level of understanding on something, you start to appreciate more all of the different elements that makes, uh, in this case, music, what it is. And from there, and therefore, because I wanted to use that word, uh, you can come up with your own conclusion and you can have your own, a proper ruler to actually measure the quality of, of, of a musical piece in comparison to another. And yeah. that's always following reason so what do you of think course, about that yeah. and while you discuss my uh, in incredibly ridiculously pretentious statement i'm gonna read some <laughs> of the comments here so go ahead guys shoot i have to say that i couldn't hear what you said because <laughs> you realized it i had some issues with the cord of my head okay beautiful and okay so so yeah, well, so thank, I'll, I'll take i'll take the turn then go ahead uh i'll say that i have to agree with uh, there there are standards of course and uh, i do agree that having uh, an education and being well-educated will make you lean towards certain things that you can argue that will be better things, but there is always something better in a way. Because if you think like maybe rock and rollers would usually look down on, Everybody. on people who, 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 who like pop music, let's say, and they would say that pop music is simplistic. And I'm not arguing that that that's a wrong state, statement, but at the same time, maybe someone who likes classical music can look to a rock and roller and think that that's a sim very simple taste as well. And even inside classical music, there might be a cast that thinks there's more complexity and more nuances than other casts of class classical music. Yeah. 
So in a way, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> let me let, let me let me just bring some of the comments here. Kane is saying that in to from his from his perspective, a poor taste in music, in his opinion, is something with bad vocals, badly mixed, and just doesn't sound too great. He listens to most music that sounds good, but if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't, it's not good music. I think, and I and I and I and I totally agree with him that production values are quite important, especially nowadays that uh, uh, the tools required to actually uh, produce an album are quite available, are extremely easy to get access to, and also the knowledge is, is extremely easy to be found as well. As an example, if you subscribe to this beautiful YouTube channel, you will have access to all of our different videos in which we explain everything you need to know in order to make a career as a musician, because if I can do it, you can do it. So make sure to be subscribed. I know I had to do it, girls and boys. This is this is part yeah, of what we do. It's necessary. It's not yeah, sorry, no. yeah. But uh, but now uh, c coming back to what you were saying, Tiago. Uh, I think that the whole elitism inside of the music sphere is quite problematic. Let me explain. Uh, I totally agree that uh, by learning by having uh, some exposition to higher levels of uh, art, for example you start to develop a better taste because now you have a, a point of comparison with anything new that comes to you. The problem comes as a result of you actually believing that you have the right taste, in this case in music. Because in the very moment that you think yeah. and you put yourself in the position of saying that I am right, everything and everyone, everyone who is outside of your boundaries of what is supposed to be right is automatically wrong. And that's yeah. horrible. And yes. that's bringing all sorts of different problems because it's interesting that we are going through such an amazing moment in time and, and, and we're <laughs> basically facing exactly that. <laughs> yeah. So Actually, I, I will say that uh, that those levels of elitism when it comes to music are necessary in certain certain degree, in certain point, you know? What do you mean? Because it, it's those levels of elitism when it comes uh, to music, especially, yeah. especially as... Um, as a musician, from the musician's perspective, you yeah. know, I think that it's necessary to a certain point because it's something that makes you keep going forward to push you more, to try to get better yeah. in, on your craft, you know, like practicing and stuff like that. Because as, as you said, there's always a bigger fish out there that's yeah. going to bite your ass. Yeah? <laughs> but at the same time, uh, we need to understand that not just because we have the knowledge or we have the education, it means, as you said, that we have the, the, the right positioning here. Yeah. As an example, uh, jazz musicians or people who tend to prefer jazz over other kind of styles of music, they tend to say that jazz is the best is the expression of art when it comes from music, right? M uh, modern or, or contemporary music? Jazz. Yeah. In general. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because that's their perspective. That's their point. Okay. Yeah. Because it's complex, it requires technique, and it requires a lot of uh, brain power and stuff like that, you know? I do agree on certain degree, in certain points with that statement, but at the same time, uh, there's also this kind of jazz, like free jazz. Oh yeah, that yeah. jazz. That kind of jazz. Do you know what kind of jazz I'm talking yeah. about? That is more like pretentiousness and sound. Yeah. The issue with those kind of things is that you are just putting yourself in a position that nobody can understand you. Because the only people that will be able to understand or, or pretend that they are liking what you're doing is because they have a certain background of knowledge, and when you tend, when you have to exp explain something like that deeply, uh, in that way, that deeply, 
is losing the point of art. Yeah, you I totally need to have certain background of understanding so you can uh, grade which is good art and which is bad art. Yeah, right. Yeah. But at the, the moment that you require a lot of education to understand it, you would lose the point. Totally, totally. And I and I remember you remind me of, of one moment a few years ago in my previous life, uh, when I went to a to a modern uh, a, a contemporary dance uh, uh, event and they were performing uh, some classical ballet pieces, uh, but uh, dancing using the contemporary style. Okay. Um, yeah, so for those of you girls and boys who doesn't know the difference between classical ballet and, and modern uh, styles of ballet, uh, classical ballet is uh, the image that usually comes to your head whenever you think about that uh, that dance, okay? That that, that technique. Yeah, dancing princesses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's on like, basically speaking. But uh, modern dancing and modern ballet styles is basically speaking, imagine a bunch of people just crawling around uh, on the floor and stretching their arms and legs and, and, and doing something that has nothing to do with the skill. And here is where I'm trying to get to. Change my uh, mind. Yeah, change my mind. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Girl. So, <laughs> as usual, my, my non-inflammatory uh, comments are, are, are popping up. So, uh, yeah. So, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that when I went there, uh, before the show got started, they were uh, uh, giving these things away, pamphlets, and on those pamphlets, they were trying to explain. They were actually explaining everything that was about that was about to happen, and you were intended to be reading the pamphlet as the show was going on, just for you to actually have an idea, yeah. or just to <laughs> let you, just to help you to in to, to be able to interpret to interpret what, what, what to understand. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's a better word uh, to understand yeah. what was happening in front of you. Because yeah, give me a second, Will. Because anything that was happening on the stage made no sense. <laughs> so, and, and yeah. Issue with that kind of jazz, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem is that uh, uh, I came up with this, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I told her, uh, you know, the problem with this is that you, those guys are expecting you to actually have a certain level or certain degree of understanding to actually appreciate what they're doing. And that's a huge mistake because art mm -hmm. is supposed to communicate at, in a, at, at, a universal, at a universal level. Art is, is supposed to be understood by anybody in any point in time and without any previous knowledge because it's supposed to speak to you in a deeper level. It's supposed to speak to you if, uh, from, a, from a deeper connection. So what do you, what, what you were saying? No, I, I, I think I, I kind of agree, but to a degree, because the way I see it as well, not all art really intends to be understood, because some some pieces, let's say pieces, because it applies to any kind, yeah. um, some pieces of art would try to create a connection, not necessarily true understanding. So that's a, just a, a different approach, really. And I'd say when you talk about jazz freeform, let's say, I'm not necessarily a fan, but I kind of see it like that rather than just a lot of pretentiousness that's just kind of uh, aimed at people that can fully understand what's going on. Yeah. Because I think it can't be appreciated even if it's not fully understood. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you know, girls and boys, uh, I think that elitism 
uh, in any form of uh, art should be it's it's problematic. It's not helping. It's not helping anybody yeah. because uh, I have to I have to make this clear. Uh, music taste when it comes to personal taste, there is a reason why we put personal first. Each of us yeah. have the right and have the have the right to actually make their own choices. That's the reason why I always tell you, suppose that never never let anybody tell you what to dream about because you are the ones who is always in control of everything that happens in your life. You are the one who actually. Uh, make the decisions inside of your head and in your life, so you are free to think and do whatever you want. The yeah. thing is that the the point that we're trying to 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 discuss in here is what happens because we know that music is an integral part of our development, especially when you're young, and it has been proven that uh, certain styles of music attracts certain styles of personalities, and at the same yeah. time, listening to certain music has been proven as well. That helps people to actually develop a, a higher level of IQ, and it, this is not a change my mind thing. It's actually it has actually been proven. So even even yeah. plants plants react and grow faster and, and, and stronger when listening to classical music. When 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 you put classical music on a speaker system, when you when you have plants plants in an area, and believe it or not, and actually it's not that incredible when you put as well heavy metal. Yeah. That's coming okay. from um, vibrational exactly. um, part of the and, equation. And the reason is, well, this is coming coming from my uh, fan biased fanboy, yeah, that's the word I was trying to come up with, <laughs> a fanboy perspective, but heavy metal in general is quite inspired by the great uh, classical music composers. So just put, just choose any any song uh, on which you have uh, Richie Blackmore playing the guitar. It's basically back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only difference yeah. is that instead of using a, 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 an organ or a piano, you got everything happening on electric guitar. So yeah. yeah. So what do you say, guys? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna check the, the yeah, comments the same here. Will, the same will be able to be said about um, Rachmaninoff. The last things of him, it kind of sounds like yeah. rock. Yeah. In a way. Just because they are not using electric guitars and stuff like that, uh, that might be the only reason why it doesn't sound like rock textures. But um, yeah, I, I do understand and I do agree with the, the with the statement that according to the type of music that you listen to, it kinds of um, projects your IQ levels into a certain certain point. Why do I say this? Well, if you're listening to classical music, you need to pay attention to plenty of different things that that might be happening in yeah. the song. And it's not just about elements surrounding the piece, you know? Yes. It's also about what it's trying to transmit and how. It's not just a drum beat in the background and whatever grande is singing on top of it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a song. That's the issue right now. And then I can understand why they say that that kind of people who tend to listen to that kind of music is not the brightest yeah. out there. Because, well, yeah. you're not paying attention to anything. First of all, the, the the moments when you tend to listen to that kind of music is not even a place to listen to music. You're not paying attention to it. You're not even discussing the, the, the songs in, until a certain point. If you ask me about, uh, I don't know, any of the songs from Dua Lip or whatever, I can't remember anything remarkable out of them. Probably probably a piece of something from the melody, the main melody, that might be in the, in the chorus of the song. The production values that, are usually stunning. yeah. The production values are gigantic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that well, it's a pop artist. It has to be like that. Yeah. We will be in a in a big problem if they weren't like that. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is that uh, 
the only part of the song that you might be able to remember is the lyrics, the, the, the lyrics and the vocal lines. Yeah. And the issue is that the vocal lines are not good enough to be remembered completely because there's nothing else in there that helps you to anchor those ideas, those memories with the rest of the song. So you will just let it pass by yeah. while you go yeah. for another pint of beer or whatever. Yeah. So what do you think about the two? I mean, I agree, but up to a point, because even though I, I, I definitely agree with the idea that usually like more complex music, let's say, like there's more well-developed and there's more elements to it, would usually be appreciated for, by people that can relate, it, relate to it on the same level. So mm. they would pay more attention, they would be able to have a more concise understanding of what's going on in there. So yeah, I agree with that. But at the same time, I think there's also a cultural factor that kind of weighs in, in the, the equation because you might have someone who is very bright, yeah. who is, has a huge IQ, let's say, but because of his surrounding factors or, let's say, let's call it environment. Yeah. It leans towards a certain kind of music or a certain kind of culture in general. So yeah. I think the culture factor kind of weighs in on that equation quite a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I agree with you, but I think there's more to it as well. So there, there's a point. There's a point. Give me a second, Will. Are, are you are you implying that there are better? There are some cultures that are better <laughs> than others. I never said that. <laughs> I'm well, okay. I'm, I'm just okay. Say that, uh, <laughs> I, I I I do agree. I I see. I can see your point, Tiago, here. But um, if you let's say that you grew up in the favelas in, in Rio, right? Yeah. And you are the brightest mind ever. So you will start listening to, uh, I don't know what they listen there, funk, Brazilian funk. Yeah. Is right? that even a thing? Yes. Can you elaborate more, thing. Will, or, or Thiago, George, you should be the expert. Can you exp- can you explain to the girls in the voice what does that mean? And, and, what, and what, <laughs> give, give me a second, guys, because uh, we are getting a barrage of comments, so I have to go through them. So I would like to attend all of them. Before you continue discussing the, the, the deep... A mystery that is a Brazilian <laughs> funk. So, I'm gonna get first to Fabi. She is a Fabian, and she's a, a, a she wrote the Bible, basically speaking. So I'm gonna try to go through all of the different comments. No, actually, 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 actually I, I already read read them all, and she's actually uh, saying something quite interesting. Uh, she says this: It depends on the age where you introduce kids to a certain type of music. I did a t- teeny tiny study only that a year ago, and her studies uh, students were doing accent, were, were working exams while listening to different genres of music, and classical music didn't always end up being the best in terms of results. Before I continue, I'm gonna answer back to that, and if you want to add a more a more fu- more fuel to the fire, you are more than welcome to join. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this, okay. Fabi. <laughs> Uh, the reason why they were annoyed is because classical music requires tons and tons of your attention as a listener because it's beautifully made, it, it, it's full of layers, it's actually well uh, arranged, well extremely well arranged and it's not, it was never intended to be a background music. So regardless yeah. of what you're doing, that's the reason why I always, I always say that if you're trying to study the worst thing that you could do is actually put some background uh, uh, music in the form of classical music because your your brain, part of your brain is going to be distracted by all of the awesomeness happening uh, in the composition. So that might be one of the reasons, Fabi. And also, go ahead. Those kids had 
really poor taste in music. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I also will say that um, yeah, they're, they're they might be kids, and we don't know their backgrounds when it comes to their houses mm -hmm. in their in, with their families. But the issue is that social socially speaking, classical music tend to be um, seen as boring. So it's even since you're a kid, it's like oh, classical music. Oh, well, no. Yeah. So even if they're really tiny, teeny, tiny, teeny, 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 tiny kids, mm -hmm. they might already have that conception in their minds because it's what. Just be fair. When you're walking on the street, you will never find a car that is listening to classical music while they're passing. My back. car used to be Most... that car. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So, so continue with. The point is like, if if kids are exposed into classical music, not just because it's gonna make them uh, smarter or whatever, yeah, yeah. but because it's, it's another genre out there. That they are maybe might be able to um, appreciate or embrace or appreciate they might stop looking at it as something boring yeah but the issue is that as we're not exposed to that kind of music constantly in as in as the other type of music we tend to have a correlation between classical music and boredom yeah actually that's a good point uh, so do you want yeah. to say something related to this uh, uh, fist fight tiago or should i continue uh, no, do continue. Thank you, no thank continue. you very much. So I was about to interrupt you. So, <laughs> so, so we got another comment. Uh, uh, Kane is already is, is once again giving us uh, his opinion, and he's saying, "No genre themselves is bad, but it's the artist which affects the song." So heavy metal isn't a good taste in music because it it's it's rising your IQ. It's just it just affect it just affects people in a different way. Totally with you, uh, Kane. You're making a great point here because um, there are several horrible and some of my most uh, uh, some of the bands that I hate the most actually comes from the metal uh, community. And even though I am a huge um, a huge heavy metal fan, I hate I would say like seventy percent of the of the bands that comprises the genre, <laughs> music wise, <laughs> especially gent gent music is gent rock or gent metal is horrible. And that's gonna be another episode for this podcast because I can't spend my whole the whole the whole year just uh, giving you facts about uh, related to how bad gent is in general. But yeah, can, it, that's totally right because, for example, you can get really, really, really bad, uh, uh, really bad genres. For example, uh, pop music comes to my mind. Okay, and you got really stunning acts such as uh, the late Michael Jackson. He's ridiculously awesome. Uh, yeah. Also, you got a uh, uh, Prince, which in yeah. my in my book he is more like a rock and roll artist with some pop sensibilities. The same that happens with Peter Gabriel; he's awesome as well. And those are considered to be pop acts. And then you got a uh, uh, um, guys from the electronic music scene, and you got really really good uh, 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 musicians. That I would I wouldn't call them musicians; they're more like uh, producers in a way. And they can come up with really good, uh, uh, good pieces of music that might not be your cup of tea. But if you truly appreciate music, you should be able to actually as well uh, appreciate what they are coming up with, if you know what I mean. So what yeah. do you say, guys, about that? No, I have to completely agree with that statement. I think Kane uh, is spot on because in the end, there are good artists and bad artists everywhere. And that doesn't necessarily regard genre. So, uh, yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree and disagree until a certain point. Because as, as Tiago said, yeah, there's good artists and bad artists on each genre. It's not just because it's 
metal in this case or blues or whatever that makes it good but at the same time that's when I, as, as i said as my opening statement is that <laughs> it's it depends how are we judging it yeah if we're just looking at it as personal taste you can say that something as bad music exists yeah you know yeah but if we start to judge it from a different point and it's not even production values it's no, more about quant um, qualitative and quantitative points yeah uh, yeah from then a perspective that can that can be measured if it can yeah, be measured you, you can said, compare it yeah you could say that there's good and bad music yes it's an example uh michael jackson michael jackson a, michael jackson is a king of pop right yeah. fantastic yeah. artist i love his music but i but i can say that he is way better than whoever is singing reggaeton what? nowadays no what's the name of what what's the name of this girl uh uh, uh... Oh, Billy Lipa, Luba, Lua, Eilish. <laughs> that one, that one. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm starting to feel like a boomer. Just, Sorry. We, <laughs> boomer alert. Just by, by listening our own um, preconceptions of music or whatever, yeah. or, or personal taste, everybody could be able to say that Michael Jackson is way better than Billy Eilish. Yeah. And it's not because I don't like Billy Eilish because I don't. But I can see the big difference because between she sucks. Michael Jackson and Billie Eilish without taking in consideration the production values, just yeah. even what they are doing. Yeah. Just yeah. It's a simple thing. Qualitative speaking. Michael Jackson is able to sing. Billie Eilish doesn't. So yeah, Billie good point. Eilish has no musicians involved in there. Michael Jackson does. And he also danced. Yeah. Extremely well. So, so uh, let me cover some of the comments here once again. Tiagi, uh, Tiagi, uh, Fabian, <laughs> Fabian, she's she's answering back to what what we discussed about classical music uh, being used as a background noise, and she says this. So I guess that what what I'm trying to say is that I believe that classical music definitely can improve the IQ, but the kids have to get used to it. And yeah, I I, I well, it was exactly what Will was saying. Then Armando is saying that we are snobs. Yes, we are. And <laughs> and also Fabian continues. Uh, music that improves studying should be seen as white noise. And as soon as you are used to certain genres, it can become white noise for you. I partially agree with that statement, Fabio. Let me explain. Uh, when real music is uh, written, uh, the, it, I'm gonna use this example. I've been listening to. I'm gonna pick uh, one of my favorite songs ever written in history, uh, "Dogs" by Pink Floyd. That song Good is pick. one of my favorite. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Thiago. I know that I have. That means that I have a high IQ. So, <laughs> so uh, no. Uh, that song. What was Armando saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snuffs. I know. So change my mind. No, no. What, I, what I'm saying is this. Uh, uh, whenever I listen to that song, I have to stop doing anything that I what I'm doing because believe it or not girls and boys even though I am a musician uh, I never listen to music I rarely listen to music and I know this might be a shocker for some of you girls and boys but the reason is because whenever I listen to music two of these things happens the first one is that my brain engages into my uh, rock music producer mindset and instead of actually enjoying the musical pieces I start to dissect and analyze the production values, the arrangement, structure, and also how the song is performed by the artist. 
regardless of what kind of music I'm listening to. That's the first thing that happens. And the second thing is this. I, uh, I get completely absorbed into the music. Let me explain. Uh, for me, it's impossible to ignore uh, a great piece of music. It's basically impossible because uh, if I if I press play with uh, uh, this this track by Pink Floyd, uh, Ducks, my brain goes straight to everything that it makes that song majestic. And that song, yeah. I think that I I've been listening to this track for more than for the better part of the of the last 17 years, Kersamoy. So no, it has never been. I have never got bored about it, uh, with this because it's extremely well made and this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, when music is properly written, written, it's properly created, it will uh, actually touch you in deeper levels than any form of speech will ever do. So you should be, uh, music in my opinion, and this is my humble opinion, should be uh, uh, treated as what happens when you go to the movies? You should uh, yeah. you should pay the same amount of attention to 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 to, to any song that it's been played uh, uh, in your speakers or in your headphones, the same way that you do when you go to the to the cinema, because it's basically the same thing. You are experiencing art, and art is supposed to be experienced with all of your senses and with all of your capacity. So we are getting more comments. So uh, while I read them, I would love you to add more fuel to the fire, guys. <laughs> okay, there were a few fires already, so which fires should be added? I don't know, I don't continue, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your poison. Well, I, I will say that, yeah, as you said, music is supposed to be an art that it has to, you have to put all your attention on it, not just using it as a background noise or whatever. But also, it depends of why are you using that music in that moment. Because you could go to a nightclub or whatever, when, they're, when they are playing music that is made for dancing, you're not supposed to enjoy it like, oh, let me listen to whatever the, the bass player is doing. Oh, it, it touched my heart. <laughs> of course not. Well, it, yeah, it touched your heart, yeah. Uh, like vibrations and stuff like that. Yeah, it <laughs> but, uh, but it's not made for that. The point of that kind of music is not to be listened and enjoyed as a yeah. piece of art. Yeah, because actually that, no? this, 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 that, that's exactly related to what Fabi said in her last comment. So continue with mm -hmm. The thing, I, I guess, that the thing. is that nowadays we have learned, the thing. We have learned, uh, you know, the thing. We have turned music into something that it's uh, it has to be there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Imagine that you go on a road trip with your friends. The first thing that everybody will do on their mothers is to turn on the radio or to start the music or whatever. But I will say that the the, the issue with that uh, behavior is that we haven't even started a conversation, and you're already putting some kind of wall between the people who is there. Yeah. which is music yeah. because you are paying attention to the music instead of engaging in a conversation yeah. with people totally. normally when you said music in a car is for two reasons the driver is falling asleep or there's no more topics for conversation anymore yeah so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna bring some of the comments uh, as well uh, so Thiago, uh, this is gonna go straight to you Okay, because I want, I want, I want, I want you to. I deny it. I want you to to be the one who answers this, to answers answers back to this to this comment. Armand is saying, <laughs> uh, society as we know it, my it's it's going to disappear in one point or another, and every form of uh, register or or any form of uh, record of classical music, uh, it's oh, it's the only thing that we that that it's left. 
and and and, and current generations uh, thinks that what used to be cl- uh, used to be popular music back in the in, in its era for us nowadays is is what we consider to be classical music and and what he, what he's saying is that uh, music classical music was uh, had its time yeah and he's, it's he's awesome yeah and it's yeah, also bad, word, uh, but, but we though. shouldn't. Let me let me just finish what he said. But uh, uh, what what Armand, Armand is saying that we shouldn't put it put it as the top of what uh, humanity can uh, reach, achieve yeah. uh, or achieve with music in general. And I totally agree with him. Yeah, I totally agree with you, uh, Armando. So what will you think about yeah. that? But but he's setting this scenario where imagine that society as we know disappears, and the only thing that stays there is uh, Billy Eilish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people who people to come will will start thinking that uh, Billie Eilish is the the best thing ever because it's classic. Yeah, it's no longer there anymore. Yeah. So then Billie Eilish is gonna start to turn into classical music. The interesting part. I highly be, I highly doubt that. Yeah, but imagine that there's the only it's the only thing that you have access to. Yeah. That's the the oldest thing that yeah. you can listen. Okay, to. okay. The the interesting point will be from that uh, perspective, how music will evolve if that's the the starting point, mm-hmm. right? Because look where we are. We're having Billie Eilish right now when we're, our starting point was classical music, yep. which is uh, quite uh, skill needed. Yep. To what, be able to be what do you say, Diego? You know? <laughs> well, um, I think there is a, a social factor there involved in the, in the way the whole situation is perceived. Yeah. Like, um, I do agree that we can't really measure the way that our perception our perception perception of any pop artist or any let's put it like simple art artist uh, would have if it was the only thing that was available to us yeah. because we do have basis for comparison but the what we consider to be good quality or bad quality kind of has a, a social feature as well of what is less popular because yeah. in a way there is this kind of elitism of what whatever it is that is less listened to or less appreciated would usually be called by the people that appreciate it as the best yeah like i put myself in a position or well okay i like this and you don't like this because you can't fully understand it because you're below this level yeah so i think and this can have a, like a, a complexity aspect to it but also there's a very social aspect to it as totally, well. Totally, totally. So on that side, I think he's right because I think like if we didn't have the reference, whatever it is that is less listened to or, or only appeases like to a, a minority, let's say, would be end up being considered elite yep. and the rest wouldn't. Totally, I get you. I get you. And we're we're getting another comment from Kane, and he's saying, um, "I am 15 years old, so I grew up around people who listens to Billie Eilish. Although I never met a person who listens to Michael Jackson. There is something really wrong with them, Kane. Just to just 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 as a starting point, okay? just for starters. Uh, uh, and I don't listen to 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 him either. Although I can say that uh, some pop music is good, just not all. Pop usually sucks." I totally agree with that. That's real. That's a fact. That changed my mind. And uh, you can change my mind. And you won't change my mind. But uh, yeah. there is some that is just catchy, that just catch my attention. Totally, Kane. And if I can give you uh, my humble recommendation, you definitely should check Michael Jackson out. Uh, uh, he is, um, I would say that he's like 
the, a, a super weird uh, beast uh, because he's not. I wouldn't say that he's pop. He's bare, basically rock and roll in some of his songs, uh, and also uh, his music is quite. Uh, it's always jumping over several different genres. Of course, he's he's renowned uh, and he's known as being the king of pop, but. I think that term was coined because he was the king of being popular. He was the biggest name in the industry uh, for almost two decades. And uh, even even before I was born, Michael Jackson was the best and the, everybody was aspiring to be Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was looked up, looked up as being one of the coolest dudes ever. Yeah. And regardless of what happened to his uh, to his uh, later on his later years, uh, he was considered to be the most uh, the most uh, uh, popular man on earth, and his music was also uh, full, uh, well was as, as as awesome as his reputation was back in that era. So, what would you say about that, guys? But that we, something that we have to remember is that Michael Jackson is a is a pop artist, but it's a pop artist of that era. Yeah. Which says a lot of the standards of quality that people used to accept as pop music. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if, as you said, if Michael Jackson was almost rock and roll, and that was pop back in the 80s, man, that's the reason why almost all of the big acts of rock history have that coming from the 80s. Yeah. Because that was yeah. also the level from pop music. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And you are like, well, we have we have to be um, different from pop. So they don't label us like that because you know rock artists we tend to be like oh no I'm rock and especially glam glammy glammy during during the, during the yeah, 80s. yeah especially glam Def yeah, Leppard, yeah. Bon Jovi stuff like that I'm pretty sure that Bon Jovi struggled his whole career not to be labeled as a pop artist even though that they were mm -hmm. pop artists because they were popular as hell yeah but uh, that that's that's what I was saying that um, elitism it's good until a certain point for music for art in general yeah because it pushed the artist to, to go further yeah then not not staying just with a and something on top of that okay well sorry for interrupting but we are getting personal attacks here so <laughs> i'm gonna cover them all one by one okay so okay. fab is saying yeah but you are loco and i think she's she's referring <laughs> to me because of, of what i was saying about uh, uh my my musical music listening uh listen my music listening habits uh, yeah. And yeah, but there are people who can hear some type of music as white noise. Yes, and you know, I, I would say that they have uh, uh, the way that I would describe them would be like this. Can you see these little uh, these two words coming above my head at this very moment? Yeah, they are like that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that was I a joke, by the way. No, that, that, that's all, that, that, that's only visible for them, uh, Tiago. Sorry. Then, uh, but no, no. What I'm trying to say is that they are uh, uh, people have the right to uh, enjoy music wherever they see fit. And I would say this: you know, people can enjoy a, a hamburger from McDonald's and at the same time uh, appreciate the beauty of a really amazingly uh, well uh, done uh, steak from a really fancy restaurant. There is yeah. nothing wrong with enjoying. A, a McDonald's hamburger because they are good, they are just good. They are not outstanding, and you have the right to actually enjoy it because sometimes you need that kind of uh, of, of food. It's not gonna give you any form of nourishment, but it's just gonna be there to satisfy your craving. Yeah. 
okay? Uh, and, if you, and when you really want to enjoy proper food, you would go to the proper uh, restaurant. And both of them are totally uh, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and yep. then we got another comment coming straight from Armando, and he's saying, Tiago, my baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's it. Okay, Armando, my man, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and, also, and also, another comment coming from Armando. He's asking, uh, Will, is that a movement watch? Yes, it is. Okay, so I in mind that he wants to know how, what do you think about it? So, can you elaborate more? Well, I will say that their their looks are quite nice. Yep. Their quality is it's okay, but they are not that reliable because they're not that precise when it comes to keep time. So you you can leave your watch in on the on the desk or whatever for three days, and on the fourth one you might find some issues <laughs> when you start to look at it to compare it with your with your cell phone or something like that a few minutes might be wrong you know yeah 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 <laughs> but, but okay. out of that they look good and that's okay good good so <laughs> uh, now that we uh, are done with the, the frivolous uh, talking Tiago <laughs> I would like first uh, uh, people are still intrigued with what on earth is Brazilian funk can you describe it oh. please it's needed Tiago I could, the masses are demanding your knowledge so please Illuminate us. Okay, first of all, I need to state that I am completely pissed at the fact that they even they didn't even go to the trouble of creating a different name for the thing, because I am a fan of funk of funk music. I love funk, funk music. Funk is awesome. Who, who, who would you say? Awesome. Who would you say is your favorite funk artist? My favorite. Oh, mm. my favorite power. funk. Okay, I, I, because I, I listen to funk mostly because of specific guys that play funk that I really like. So I have I don't really have a favorite funk artist, but I have favorite funk drummers, if I can say it like that. Such as? So there's a drummer uh, called Jost Nickel. He's mm -hmm. a German drummer. He's very good. There's um, um, Staten Moore. He's another great funk, yep, funk yep, drummer. He's good. There are quite a few. So I have a few... Uh, uh, influential funk drummers in my life, yeah. But so there was a saying. Like, I'm very pissed at the fact that they didn't create a different name because I can't even say that I love funk without being misunderstood. So that's really shitty. It is. Um, that being said, what is Brazilian funk? Funk <laughs> made in Brazil. Thank you. So it's like chic. <laughs> Brazilian but... funk is basically a very simple beat intended to make you shake your ass. And that, that's basically it. <laughs> not okay, so me. that sounds <laughs> like my childhood. <laughs> that sounds like... No, that actually sounds like, like a reggaeton to me. Yeah, um, I think they, they follow the same principles or the lack of. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, good. Good. So, uh, um, so yeah, it seems that uh, we got a flame war happening right in front of my eyes, uh, but I'm going to let them kill themselves. So, uh, in the comment section. So, yeah, so that's what it, that's what Brazilian funk is. Uh, yeah. And I wonder, Tiago, where where or what kind of demographics tend to be attracted to that kind of music? I feel that's a trick question. <laughs> Why? 
Because it makes me answer something that I don't want to answer. <laughs> because uh, because uh, it's real. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay, so probably you might uh, already guess uh, the kind of demographics that tends to flock around this, that kind of style of music. I'm not saying that they are wrong. I'm not saying that they are they are bad or, or, or they, they, are, uh, they, they, they are part of a lower tier of society because that's a ridiculous statement. There's no such a thing as a different, uh, a different level of people. We are all made yeah. equal by the the thing the thing, the thing. <laughs> so so yeah i know we're getting into we're we're quite close to uh, touching a uh, political territory but i couldn't resist myself Diego. you are the one who are putting me into this position but uh, no what i'm trying to say is that is that uh, music should be enjoyed by all uh, music as as any form of art is is supposed to be a, a, an act of self self expression and music should talk to everybody there, the problem with being an elitist, uh, when it comes not only being a, uh, not only when it comes to, to being a, a, a fan of music, but also uh, being a musician as as well, uh, it's destroying the whole point of uh, music being a way of communication. Uh, we as human beings are, are supposed to use music, and that this is once again my own perspective, Carson Boys, and it's quite open for debate. Uh, I think that music is is not only the best way to communicate with each other. I think that music also is, is one of the very best uh, ways that humanity has to come together. Because all of us, regardless of our creed, especially in this current situation worldwide, regardless of where you live, uh, we are experiencing all sorts of uh, divisive moments. And, uh, and I think that music is one of the very few things that uh, we all share as, as, as human beings. We can all to come together to enjoy uh, an outstanding guitar solo uh, by Joe Satriani, uh, performed by Satriani. Uh, we can all, all discuss how awesome a Neil Peart was as a drummer. We can all uh, enjoy and share uh, our favorite Iron Maiden song. We can all join together in our hatred towards uh, pop music, and especially Brazilian <laughs> funk. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, can you see? Can you see? We can all join together uh, 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 on our hatred. It's all. It's even. It's even helping us to to to, to become one force, uh, all united. But the sheer power of our hate towards a specific yeah. kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hatred is a very powerful unifying factor. It is. It, it, might, is. Be, it might be more, way more powerful than love. Probably, so. probably, and actually, that might be another topic for another sound sound alchemy podcast. Just imagine, which one do you think is stronger, <laughs> hatred or love? I'm gonna make actually, I'm gonna make a poll on the on the, on the on the on the community uh, community, <laughs> community section of the channel just to see what uh, what the perception is of our uh, beautiful girls and boys. So. Do you have any final comments, guys? Uh, Reminds me that I should buy a Swiss watch. I do agree. This is this was just a gift, so that's okay. But no, I'm not looking at Swiss watches. I'm looking for a, a watch from Sweden, which is basically the same. <laughs> I thought I thought it was the same country. You can buy a watch from IKEA and then put it together. Good idea. Yeah, Good idea. That, that's that's Switzerland, right? Actually, actually, it's a handmade watch that might come from IKEA. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the brand is Bravour. If you want to take a look at it, Armando, you should. They're really nice watches. 
Okay, so if you if you can leave the the link to, in the in the chat before I <laughs> I shut down this uh, uh, conversation, that would be great. So Thiago, what would you say as a final comment after this heated debate? Okay, I think the only thing I have to say about this whole conversation is that I'm really surprised that we ended up talking about watches in the end, and that's it. <laughs> watches are great, Thiago. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's kind of remarkable that we ended up uh, talking about watches uh, after we had such deep just, moments of conversation. So. I just post the link of the watches thingy on the chat, so if anybody wants to look at them, they are there. They're cool. Thank you very much. And yeah, Fabian, we know that you're Swedish. We know that. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah, for those of you who Never doesn't know... Never confused with... Uh, with uh, yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. I was about to make that a statement because it's quite easy for people to uh, to, to misunderstand and confuse uh, and, and swap Switzerland with uh, Sweden. Because the problem is that both of them are basically the same place. So... <laughs> so don't be fooled don't be fooled by by somebody telling you something else so as every single time that we meet you girls and boys the best way to support this channel and our efforts as musicians is by following us on social media such as instagram because believe it or not this beautiful piece of human being that you are uh, able to see in this very moment in front of you uh, i'm referring to, i'm talking about you tiago uh, he released a really cool and outstanding performance of one of her songs on Instagram, and you will be able to actually see him playing uh, uh, on action uh, in action one of our, our songs from our f second record, and it's all about the drums in that one. So it, it's going to be cool, and it's multi-angled, so it's going to be fantastic. Now, uh, and also, I got to tell you something. Uh, <laughs> If you want to keep us alive and if you want to keep the lights of this uh, dubious organization running, the best way to do it is also by listening to our music on Apple Music or Spotify. And uh, if you haven't followed, haven't clicked on follow over there, there is something really wrong with that as well. So, <laughs> with that being said, uh, as every single time that we made your girls and boys, I gotta remind you something: never, ever, ever let anybody tell you what to dream about. And remember that we will see you when we see you.